Hey, it's Johnny Marks. Thank you so much for checking out the Marks in the Morning podcast. Remember, you can listen to myself, Carrie Mack, and JP weekdays from 6 to 10 live on K92.3. It's time to get your day started. This is Marks in the Morning on K92.3. Can I get a countdown? Can I get a countdown? Three, two, one. Well, good morning. Welcome back. It's Wednesday. Marks in the Morning. Wednesday, the 24th of March, 2020. One week to go until April. Actually, one week from now is the 31st. I forget that this is a 31-day month. Do you forget that? Uh, No, I don't. Also, it's 2021 and not 2020. What did I say? 2020? Yeah, you said 2020. Oh, I don't want to go back to March Nobody 2020. Nobody wants to go back to March 2020. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting flashbacks. Johnny, I, don't do that. No, I'm sorry. Hey, I had... Uh, Hannah and I were talking about this maybe a week ago, and I want to bring it, bring it up and see what you think. I um, March is, to me... The worst month out of the year. And I'm not, I know it's your birthday month. I get that. You were born on what, the third? Yes. Um, but here's why. And maybe it's different where you grew up. But as a native Midwesterner, when February, February is always awful. And this year was no exception. It was cold. It was dreary. We had more days below zero and snow. You always put all this pressure on March to be the spectacular spring. Obviously, spring starts late in the month and it never delivers. Now, this month, this one's been okay. We had one big snowfall. We already can see a 10-day forecast. We're done with the snow. But it wasn't like, oh, 70s and outside and flip-flops. We only get a day or two like that. Then it goes right back to being cold. But every year we always come into March like, this is going to be great. And then it's, you know, not so great. I think you're putting too much pressure on March and you have too high of expectations. Uh, My March standards are very high. (laughs) Yes, they are. Apparently. January, I think, is the worst month out of all of them, out of all 12. It is hard to disagree with that. January is pretty bad. My wife's birthday is in January and she hates the month. So, Oh, no. No, I get you. All right. I would go with that, but I would say January is number two. Because February, which is the real number two, you already know what to expect. It's it's the shortest month, so people are like, "Yay, it's going to be over soon," and then it never feels fast. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but it is almost April, and I love April. April is a great month because that's when you get all the budding on the trees. Usually, oh, fingers crossed, no more snow. You get rain. I mean, we've been getting rain anyways, but I just March is always like one of those. Oh, let's just get through it months for me. Well, I have to disagree with you on that yeah, of one. Of course, it's your birthday month. <laughs> yes, it is. I think the weather gets better towards the end. March gives me some hope. I go in with low expectations <laughs> and come out with moderate expectations. March is like a blind date. You really don't expect much, and if it over-delivers, you're happy, and if it just kind of is, you're like, okay. If they take you to a nice place, that's great, but if I end up at a McDonald's drive through that's fine, okay. <laughs> Dollar million. What was their old expression? Dollar millionaire. Like they yeah, were, dollar dollar millionaire. Yeah, millionaire millionaire. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, but we got a lot on the show today, including gender matters. Hey, speaking of McDonald's, we give away some crispy chicken sandwiches and a lot more as we uh, roll. This is K ninety two three, the Cedar Valley's number one for new country. All right. So here's a question for you, Kay. I am. I'm curious. There's no wrong answer. By the way, Carrie's all decked out in Syracuse Orange today, like she's rubbing it into us Hawkeye fans, which at least our ladies team won. Oh, come after <laughs> me. But they played number one UConn last night, so uh-huh. it makes sense. They tried their hardest. Where's their participation trophy? Oh, God, don't get me started on participation trophies. When I was a kid, now you got me started. I'm just going to leave it at this. I won an award in uh, elementary school. I think it was in sixth grade. And then they gave out participation trophies after the little ribbons. They were almost as nice as mine. <gasps> I'm still mad about it. Okay, um, here is my question for you. In, we don't, we're not going to give your age, but at your, you're younger by um, about 10 years than no, – 15 years than me. Do you feel like there's an age that you can see on the horizon where a person peaks? As in – I don't want to say it's all downhill from here, but, but you peak in, in terms of maybe your physical abilities. I don't think mental ability. I mean, people can be sharp as a tack right up till the day they pass and they can be in, over 100. But – in terms of peaking, I don't want to give you too much info because I do have a study behind this with an actual answer that both genders gave. 
Well, I think I think it has. I don't want to say it's when you're in your 30s, but that's what a lot of people and even the media even says a lot of the time because we see actors or actresses reaching their peak and uh, playing certain roles when they turn. They become pigeonholed after that. They become yeah. the mom or the dad or exactly. the doofus, doofus neighbor or something as opposed to the action hero. Well, especially with women, because there's guys like Harrison Ford that have been action stars since they were in their 30s. Now they're 70-something, still making movies. Clint Eastwood, even. Yeah, that's right. Clint Eastwood, he's uh, making a new movie now, and he's 90, I think. Oh, geez, Louise. But Betty White's still killing it. Yeah, she is. I think, I don't think, but I feel like the majority of people will think it's when you're in your mid-30s. Ooh, okay. Well, obviously... I'm teasing you because I'm going to tell you in random facts in about five minutes. But I will tell you this. You're not too far off when you say mid-30s. All right. So hold on to that thought for just a little bit. And I will tell you when people feel they've peaked. And I'll give you the science behind the study coming up on Marks in the Morning. We'll do that in five minutes. But we'll do the new song with Parmalee and Blanco Brown right now just the way. I love you too. It's official. I I have I have peaked apparently. We already knew this. <laughs> so I was asking you earlier, what's the age where somebody peaks? Carrie guessed that it was somewhere in the thirties. According to a website called Study Finds, the age is thirty seven. Wow. I know. I turned thirty eight in twenty twenty. So I would be over the hill. Oof. The website Study Finds did a survey. Two thirds of people say they haven't peaked and their best years are still coming. However, the number one answer for a specific age was 37 years old. Oh, geez, Louise. I'm with the two-thirds of people because I don't think I've peaked. Here's what I've learned from being in my 30s. My 30s have been way better than my 20s. That's what people say all the time. I can't wait until I'm 30. Well, that's refreshing to hear. My (laughs) 20s, though... And I don't think you and I could have been friends. I was a different person back then. I was like two people because I was really fat back then. Oh, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny. When I got into radio, I we it was fun. In retrospect, probably bad for my heart, but we'd go out all the time and eat and eat and eat. Um, you've seen some of those photos. Anyways, those years were fun, but I didn't learn a lot unless there was a mistake behind it, which is fine. That's part of life. I mean, I'm not in jail or anything, but I really started to enjoy life more in my early 30s. And that's why I don't feel that 38 or 37, as the study says, is a peak time. But then again, they're not talking about necessarily jobs. In fact, I tried to figure it out in the study. It's mostly about your physical prowess and that sort of thing, your mental sharpness. I disagree, but I thought I'd give it to you as a uh, study capsule so you can swallow it and decide if you want to uh, keep any of that information. So I can slowly dread turning 37. Yeah, there you go. Well, you got a long ways to go till you're 37. Yeah. I think you'll be fine. And I don't think it's that bad. 33 was a fun age. Really? That's what I've heard. Thir- three is my lucky number, so I'm oh. looking forward to my flirty 30s. That's right. You'd be, you were born three, well, three, three. Yes. 30, wow, you're right. That'll be a heck of a, you know what, we'll have a big party, Carrie Mack. Okay. By then you'll be running your own radio company. Uh, We'll see, we'll see. I'll come crawling to you for a job. But you'll be in such physical shape. I know, I'll be crawling, literally. (laughs) That's not a metaphor. All right, we'll be back in a little bit. Ellen, our news director, Ellen Huffman, will join us with some news. We'll also get weather from Rebecca Kopelman and music from Darius Rucker, not too far away. I'm Evan. If you work third shift, if you're about ready to be uh, off for the day... Have your hump day behind you. Just a um, a reminder, a reminder to everybody, but especially if you're going to be trying to sleep this afternoon. Today is, uh, this week is Severe Weather Awareness Week as we head into what is often called tornado season. So today, March 24th, at 11 a.m. Central Time here in Iowa, we will have those tornado sirens go off. It'll just be a test. There's nothing predicted or anything like that. But it'll be a little alarming which it's supposed to be. So just a reminder, you're going to hear the sirens go off today. And they do this, I think, the first Wednesday of the month. So it's not a huge shock. Today's not the first Wednesday of the month. I get it. But uh, it's not a huge shock to hear them. But you might go, whoa, it isn't the first Wednesday of the month. Well, that's why. Severe Weather Awareness Week in progress. Alarms will sound. Tornado sirens will sound today at 11, just as a heads up. Did they do that back in Pennsylvania? I know we've always done that here in Iowa in the Midwest. 
No, we had tornado uh, training sessions in school where we would have to oh, sit yeah. by the door and like put our heads yeah. uh, between our knees. We did that too, and you have to go under the desk. If yeah. you're like stuck, if you can't go in the hallway for yeah. whatever reason. It's terrifying. Also, thanks for the heads up. Now, <laughs> when I'm doing work, I won't yeah. freak out. <laughs> well, no, yeah, no kidding. Especially with uh, it's been cloudy and rainy. I could see how if you're not aware, you might go, uh-oh. Uh, but, but as a reminder, tornado, the sirens will sound today. Did you know, here's a, I don't want to call anything tornado-related fun, but here's a tornado fact. All 50 states have had a tornado. Isn't it crazy to think Alaska and Hawaii have had a tornado? Maybe not Hawaii, but Alaska? That's kind of cool. It's universal. Yeah, we can it. all enjoy. Let's all celebrate the dangers of a tornado. But I know California gets earthquakes. Pennsylvania, uh, we were kind of in the midst of uh, Hurricane Irene back in the day. Yeah. So it's cool that, not cool, but it's interesting that all the country experiences this. Historically, March has been a pretty calm month in the state of Iowa. We get most of our tornadoes in the month of June. Iowa has had 562 tornadoes to date in the month of June. Not all of them have been devastating. You could have a, one of those EF zeros, which is essentially just a, a very strong wind, like up to 80 some miles per hour. But it's still nothing to scoff at. May is right behind June with 472 tornadoes. And April, which we're heading into, would be next on the list or very close to next on the list with 232. I think July has 240-some. So we're heading into a very active season. Winter, we don't get them. Fall, we typically don't get them. They're possible in September, but uh, we're really heading into the season. So just a heads up. You're going to hear the sirens today and then uh, obviously the tests throughout the uh, first Wednesdays of the month. And uh, hopefully that's it. Hopefully they're just the test sirens. Nobody wants to hear those things for real because it's scary. What's the be- Where's the best place, Carrie, in your home to go if there's a tornado? Downstairs uh, in the basement where there's no windows. Yeah, that's right. Well, look at you. I would have also accepted wherever your mother-in-law isn't. How's that? <laughs> oh, okay. Tell her to go stand on the patio. Oh, no. Just play <laughs> Carrie Underwood's Blown Away. Jeez. Oh, yes, uh, basement is the best place. If you don't have a basement, you want to go into a hallway where there's no windows. Uh, it might be your kid's bedroom. That's probably what they've done to their bedroom if they're teenagers, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a gym. It's a tornado wait-out area. There you go. My mom was once at a um, at the Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota. The big mall. Biggest mall in the U.S. Probably not anymore, but it was. And uh, the they had a tornado warning in Bloomington, Minnesota. So they sent everybody. This is obviously, it's hard to think of big crowds now, but non-COVID. They sent everybody, they have to, every building has to have it that size to the shelters in the basement of like the annals of the mall. She said she'd never been anywhere near that part of the mall before. And it wasn't very exciting. It was like just hallways. Oh, oh, geez. That, that is just scary, though. That reminds scary. me of a horror movie. I know. Doesn't it sound like it almost be, what was that movie where Stephen King, where they're all in the store and then the mist comes? Maybe it was called The Fog. Or the I mist. think it was The Fog. It also reminds me of Us, the movie with uh, Jordan Peele. I haven't seen that one. It was really good. And it was all about secret tunnels. So I would check that out. Oh, ah, okay. Don't go outside. No place outside is safe during a tornado. Obviously, that's where they come from. I can't get on my broom and just fly away. <laughs> well, you might be able to, but most of us shouldn't. <laughs> Isn't it funny? The Wicked Witch essentially, I mean, she did the tornado slash house falling on her kills the sister. How does the other witch die? A bucket of water. Like one goes down. Just picture a house falling on you and the epic stories that that would yield. And then her sister dies due to a bucket of water. Oh, uh, She's H2O intolerant. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Apparently. All right, we'll be back on Marks in the Morning. It's, uh, oh, it's 6.44. we got Nashville news in just a few. Carrie Mack, do you have a tease for us? What's coming up in our news? Well, Dolly Parton is having a new venture that I'm very excited to check out. Okay, we'll find out what that is coming up. Hopefully you didn't recently get a car wash for your truck. Because you're getting one for free over the past couple of days. Showers again this morning and early afternoon. High of 50. Get ready for that field work. Uh-huh, you can tell. Spring is here, not only officially, but actually starting to feel like it in the Cedar Valley. It's also this uh, whole week, it's National Ag Week. So it's important to remember, yesterday was the big one, uh, National Agricultural Day, or Agriculture Day, rather, which we talked about. Uh, but today, if you uh, follow the uh, the Ag Week theme, it's School Day. So you can bring your favorite fruit or vegetable to class, along with facts about where it was grown how many producers we have here in Iowa. So there you go. It's kind of a fun theme, isn't it? Yeah, that's really fun. You get a fun fact and a fun snack, too. <laughs> fact and snack. Fact and snack. 
Hmm, that's hard to say. <laughs> uh, Carrie Mack is a thief. we got to talk about this coming up. She, I'm not a thief. She's a thief. Carrie Mack stole something from a uh, area of business. I didn't steal, air quotes, steal um, anything. Carrie Mack stole something. I didn't. Stop. There could be a cop listening. By the way, this is not a one of those funny radio teases where we find out she stole somebody's heart. No. She took something from an area store. <laughs> Johnny, I'm so embarrassed. We have to talk about that in a little bit. Because you've probably done something like this. I know I have. Not because I'm an angel. <laughs> I, bumped sure. my, I bumped my halo going into the restroom. And uh, if anybody sees a broken halo on the ground, it's fine. Yeah, there's some feathers coming off your back, too. <laughs> you angel. Yeah, I'm an angel. Uh, but carry back, it's not. We'll get into that coming up on the show in about 10 minutes. But I want to talk about this next week on Wednesday, right after the show is done. We're going to head to Charles City. Uh, we are starting something we're calling the 10 Town Tour all this spring, probably into the summer. We're going to venture to a new town outside of, uh, I don't want to say outside of the Cedar Valley, because the Cedar Valley is relatively encompassing, but probably most of them outside of the Cedar Valley. For example, Charles City, Chucktown, what about an hour north of here? We'll uh, venture out after the show. We'll be broadcasting live. We're actually going to set up shop at the Rustic Corner, which is a nice store, a fun store. I think you'll really like that place. It's, I- it's My wife likes it a lot. I'm really excited because I have I've seen Cedar Falls, I've seen some of Waterloo, I've seen the beauty of Old Wine. Yep. Uh I've seen I just haven't seen enough about the Cedar Valley though, so I'm excited about this. Yeah, so we'll be heading up to uh, Charles City right after the show and we'll be broadcasting live from there about 11 o'clock. We'll start. We need a little time to get up there, especially the way I drive. <laughs> Remember I'm an angel, only the speed limit. Up to 18. At least till we get to Waverly. Then <laughs> uh, <laughs> then you're a speed demon. No, no, no. I, will, I won't be. Uh, but yeah, we're excited to be up there. 10 Town Tour kicks off. And Chick, Chick Days is coming up, right? In uh, Charles City. So that's kind of fun. It sounds like something that you'd have as a mixer back in college. But I don't think that's what it exactly is. Are you excited for the Chick Fest, babe? Yeah, of course. So we'll be we'll be celebrating that and much more coming up next week. Part of our ten town tour in Charles City. Isn't that fun to say? Ten town tour. Just rolls off the tongue. Ten town tour. Ten town. Ten town tour. Say it twelve times fast, and it'll sound like ten. It'll sound like something you can't say on the radio. Chick Fest is, by the way, starts April third, right before Easter. So we'll be there just ahead of the start of that. All right, Carrie Max the Thief. We got to talk about this. We also have some things just go together. Carrie Mack. Mm, bush light in a football game. Mm-hmm. Prosciutto and melon, as you learned. Oh, yeah. Over the past weekend. Oh, right. oh, that's really good. Yeah. And Carrie Mack and criminal. Yes, that's right. No, that's not right. <laughs> they just go together. As a matter of fact, when Carrie goes driving down the street, this, this just plays on a loop. Don't even try to deny it. What did you do, Carrie Mack? That has got you feeling guilty today. I didn't steal anything. I accidentally stole something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to describe it because everyone has done this at some point. (laughs) I'm still hung up on the, I didn't steal anything. I accidentally stole something. I accidentally stole something. So I left work yesterday. I was exhausted. It was a tough day. Not because of you. Uh... But I went to the store. I'm not going to say which store because that'll incriminate me. You told me off the air and I was like, don't say that. I hope they don't have security cameras. (laughs) And I went to self-checkout because all of the other lines were pretty busy. And I I realized as I was leaving that at the bottom of my cart, there were a bunch of items that I didn't pay for. Oh, my. Not a bunch. I feel like I'm incriminating myself. There were a few. It was all skincare stuff. Oh, so the expensive stuff. Yeah, the expensive Here, stuff. Here's my question for you, Carrie Mac. You do remember putting it down there in the cart, right? You're talking about the bottom of the cart. Yeah, the bottom, I, the I, very bottom yeah. of the cart. That's where we put our cat litter. <laughs> I know all about that. Back-breaking bottom of the cart. But you know those days where you just have to go to the grocery store because you're low on everything? Oh, yeah. Like low on motivation, low on <laughs> low on food. What aisle is give a crap in? Uh, sorry, sir, we're out of that. Uh, Aren't we all? Aren't yeah, we all out of that? Right. But I was putting everything in my car, and it wasn't until I got home when I was putting everything away that I realized that all of the skin care stuff didn't have a bag mm-hmm. and then i looked at my receipt and i didn't see the skincare stuff on oh, it oh carrie mac i didn't mean oh, to do it johnny 
I understand. I like giving you a hard time. But I get it because there are days where you go to a business because you have to, not that you want to. And Mm -hmm. I know the business you went to, and I love going there on the weekends because you can kind of have a good time with it. But there are times, too, when you just want to go home. Because exactly. you worked all day, but you realize, well, if I go home, I won't be able to, you know, eat or put lotion on or whatever the necessity is <laughs> that drives you to the store in the first place. And so I get it because I've been there and I, I, I probably have accidentally taken something without knowing it, but I will never admit to it because I'm perfect. I here's the thing. I'm perfectly imperfect, so I'll be the first one yeah. to admit it. And I also feel super awkward going back because I don't know if I should pay for it. I mean, I feel like I should, but I also if they didn't catch me, I feel like that's kind of a freebie for me. Oh, geez. No, you need to go back. I, I mean, have to go back, but that's so yeah. embarrassing. Well, no, it's not that embarrassing. You just go go back with your receipt and the items and just say, I didn't pay for these. I accidentally left after going through self-checkout. My conscience is killing me. And my glorious co-host recommended I go back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can leave the last part out or just sub out glorious. Change glorious to handsome. Or angelic? No. No, okay, okay. No. But this has happened to me before. I've accidentally... <laughs> I, know. I, I accidentally stole a basket from Michael's. What do you mean? A ba- like the entire... What, what is like, you know those shopping baskets? Like, yeah, you just took it right out. I put everything in the basket, and I put it, the basket in my car, and I didn't realize now, that I stole it until I got home. Now I get why on Carrie's business card it says Carrie Mac and then in parentheses Klepto. I was wondering. I thought maybe that was like your uh, like a family name. It's just a hobby. It's an Irish name, actually. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, I feel like I I don't know what to do about that. That's uh, you, so embarrassing. You have to go back. You just have to go back. Go back after work today uh, or swing by your home and grab what you <clears throat> stole and bring it back and just say, I need to pay for these. Or simply walk up, go to the store, grab what you didn't pay for, bring it up front, have them scan it. And then, you know, well, that's not fair because then somebody else has to put it away. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, just bring it back in and walk right in and go to, I know the store you're talking about, go right into customer service. Every store has one right up front for a reason. And just say, I, I you know, here's my receipt. I apologize. I need to pay for this. I don't want to. I feel like a <laughs> child. I just don't want to. This is just, my biggest thing is it's embarrassing. <laughs> also, if they didn't catch me, I'll never do it again. I won't ever do this again. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like their security should have been beefed up a bit. Oh, gee, don't blame it on them. I'm not, but I'm just surprised because, not saying this has happened to me before, but when I go to stores sometimes, the alarm randomly goes off because they didn't take a tag off. Uh, yeah, no, that does happen quite often. I used to work at a drugstore when I was a, a high schooler. Into my, no, just I think when I was 17, I left. So I was there for about two or three years. Uh, and I remember one of the policies, the like the, the chief policy was if somebody... If you catch somebody stealing something while you can approach them about it, if they leave, it's out of your hands. Yes, you can call the authorities if you feel it's merited, but you don't go chasing after them. So if somebody did notice, and I don't know what this store's policy is, there's a chance that they just had to write it off or maybe they've got your picture up in the office. So the oh, next no! time you, you waltz on in there, you might wanna you might wanna wear a mask. Not just over your mouth and nose, but over your eyes, too. So they Oh, my see. gosh. There's a wanted poster of me at the store, probably. I got a picture of you waving and smiling at the security cameras. Says, you stole everything. Finger guns. <laughs> Ciao. Pew, pew. Bye-bye. But message us on the app. I don't know what to do. I'm so embarrassed. Okay. What do you think Carrie should do? I think she should go back and pay for it and move on with her life. You'll feel a lot better. It's almost like you that that way you almost just had it as a loan. They lent it to you for <laughs> they, a night. They lent me the lotion and I returned yeah. it. Yeah, well, don't return it. I mean, unless you don't like it, but then that's your fault for buying it. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. I sh- oh, this is so embarrassing. I know from Hannah that lotion's pretty expensive too. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not like you stole a grape or you know like a packet of tea or gum. Yeah, gum. You shouldn't steal anything, for the record. But it's uh, what do you what do you think Carrie should do? You've heard my spiel on this. You can uh, message us on the app, like Carrie said. Just tap the message button on the K ninety two three app. If you don't have it, it's in your app store. You just punch in K nine two three or K O E L, and we pop up either way. 
Uh, yeah, let her know. Curious, criminally underrated baseline on that song. Boondocks from Little Big Town. It's Marks in the Morning on the Mighty K92.3, the Cedar Valley's number one for thievery. No, I mean new country. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Carrie Mack will, will never hear the end of this, but that's okay because we all do silly things slash... I don't want to say stupid. It wasn't stupid. It was you. Your mind was elsewhere. Thoughtless. I think it, that's the best way to do it. There you go. Mentally reckless things. However. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally reckless. I accidentally stole lotion, Johnny. By the way, intern Skyscraper used to work at this particular store that you're talking about. And mm-hmm. he told us, I won't say it on the air, but he told us how they handle a, a shoplifter slash supposed shoplifter, alleged, because, you know, everybody's innocent until proven guilty or they confess it on the radio. But that is fat. Were you? I had no idea. And I, I have a sibling in law that works at the same store. Yeah, it's a really. I didn't know that. I, I felt like I was in like law and order. I was getting a little bit of a hint, not for what I to look out for when I steal something next time. <laughs> Carrie Mack. Criminal, criminal self checkout edition. I'm not a criminal, <laughs> but I thought it was a really interesting and ingenious way that they do that. It was smart, and I had no, I did no idea. Uh, and I've known a lot of people to work there. Sparks in the morning. Hi, who's this? Dave. Hey, Dave. What did you think about what Carrie did? Well, it's happened to me before, but it wasn't exactly my fault when I did it. Okay. What did, What was the difference? Uh, when you well, I, I had like insomnia in college and stuff, and I got bored one night, and it was like I don't know one o'clock in the morning, and I couldn't sleep. And one of the Transformers movies had just been released on DVD, so I was like, I'll go to Walmart and get that. So I went out to Walmart and I picked it up, and I you know got some other stuff like a case of Mountain Dew and some chips and stuff like that, and I went up to the checkout, and there was a person working at the time put everything on the belt, they scanned everything, and it only came out to like, I don't know, 15, 16 bucks, and I know the movie was 20 itself. Mm. And at 1 in the morning, I mean, I didn't even think about it, I just swiped my card. Sure, yeah, I didn't think I would have my place. Yeah. And then when I got home, I like looked on my receipt, and they never rang up the movie. Oh. Wow. What did you do? Did you go back the next day or anything? Uh, I didn't, actually. I My roommate was home at the time and I asked him I'm like what the heck should I do yeah and he goes well that was an employee's fault that wasn't your mm. fault yeah they did kind of miss that one there didn't they they did well, also you got a free transformers across, it goes across that security thing to deactivate the tag and the thing oh yeah oh. So yep you're right right away and I think they just whatever mm. Mm. that's fascinating uh you're right that one that one definitely sounds like it was employee error thanks for your call man we appreciate it I think that makes Carrie feel a little better it does. Since also, she was the checkout girl. <laughs> Since I was the checkout girl. I wish I had a Transformers movie that I got. Well, go buy one. Uh, or I'll steal one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All righty. Well, thanks for your call, man. You have a great day. You bet. You do. We appreciate it. Yeah, that sort of thing does. It does happen all the time accidentally. And I, I can go back to my retail days when I worked at the, this drugstore, even though it didn't happen often, but you would occasionally miss a scan. Uh, or a skew, like you missed the barcode, and you would maybe hear a beep from another register and think you got it. You'd put it in the blah, blah, blah. You'd even touch the security pad if, if it had one of those security tags that he was talking about, and then they'd go off. And I remember a couple times, it wasn't always just me, but uh, I would work at the service counter. People come back and go, I didn't pay for this. Yeah. I don't know if it was my fault or your fault or whatever. And, you know, you'd ring them up and be very kind and say thank you and then send them on their way. Exactly. One of our friends, Gina, messaged us on the app, and she said, when self-checkouts first became a thing, my husband and I were ringing up our things, and a guy walked by us through the self-checkout line with a case of Natty Light. Good choice. (laughs) And went to just walk out the door and leave, obviously without paying. He set off the buzzer, and the greeter was like, sir... Uh, you need to pay for that. You, he looked really confused and just set the beer down and left. <laughs> Definitely one of those did that really just happen moments. Well, at least he didn't quote unquote steal it. He was maybe trying to. Yeah. And Iowa Girl 81, she says, I think Carrie needs to go back and pay for it. But I think it'd be nice for Johnny if you went with her for moral support. Will you get me dinner? I'll steal it. Oh, geez. <laughs> okay. We'll be back in a couple minutes on Marks in the Morning with Gender Bender. You can take this from us, except you're not stealing it. You're using your brain power to win it. 
couple free crispy chicken sandwiches. We'll play Gender Bender in eight minutes. Ready? Are you ready? It's time to play Gender Bender on Marks in the Morning. Hey, Johnny Marks, who are our contestants today? Well, thanks for asking, Dave. Our contestants today are Andrew calling in from Cedar Falls. Andrew, how are you? Doing great. Doing great. Glad to hear that on this dreary day. I am happy to hear you. You are like a ray of sunshine. And Erica is your opponent. She's also like a ray of sunshine. We got two rays coming out of the sky here. Erica's calling from Waterloo. How are you doing? Fine. There it is, that ray of sunshine. All right, you're each going to play Gender Bender for a chance to win. Freebies from McDonald's, which we talked about earlier. You could win up to a year's worth of crispy chicken sandwiches. But, of course, between now and the end of the contest, somebody's got to get more points right. So we'll get started. You'll each get three questions aimed at the opposite gender. A tiebreaker is here if we need it. It's percentage-based, so we won't end up with the second tie. Andrew, you got in first, so you decide who goes first, yourself or Erica. Uh, Ladies first. There you go, ladies first, and that means you and I will get started, Erica, with three questions. Question number one, it is a Severe Weather Awareness Week here in the state of Iowa, and actually the entire country. We get the most tornadoes, Erica, in what month in Iowa? April, June, or August? What month? April. It is not April, no. The uh, month of June has historically given us the most tornadoes, 562 on record. So far, question number two is a big night last night for The Tonight Show, the first of the big late night shows to bring back a studio audience. It was only 58 people, but that's, what, 58 more than we've seen in about a year. Who hosts The Tonight Show, Erica? Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Yeah. You're right. And we'll go into question number three with a score of one out of two so far. Uh, Erica, what is the most popular casino dice game? Really, the only one I can even think of. Can you repeat that? Yeah. What is the most popular casino dice game? So, casino game that uses dice as opposed to cards or a Do slot. I get multiple choice? No, unfortunately, I don't have multiple choice on this one. Honestly, I, I don't know. I can't even name two dice games. The only one I can think of is the answer. It's craps. Oh, craps. Well, one <laughs> out of three isn't bad. It could hold up. We'll see how Andrew does. Good luck. Okay, Andrew. Yeah. If you're on social media and someone DMs you, what do the letters DM represent? Oh. Um, direct message? Yes. Yeah. Is that your kiddo back there, Andrew? Or somebody? Is it yours? That was my kid. That is my, my one year old in the oh. back. I'm at daycare <laughs> dropping off. Not quite ready to DM people yet, but she'll get there. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Andrew, what do you call the leader of a cheerleading squad? Hmm. I'm, I'm going to roll the dice uh, based on, you know, that, that last question. Um, <laughs> but I will say a captain. Yeah. Yeah. Cheer captain, that is, that is right. Guess. No, it was good. <laughs> All right, one more for a perfect score. Let's see how he does. So, Andrew, what are you doing if you're removing the seed from a cherry? Uh, de-pitting. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Pitting it, de-pitting it. That's what you got to do before you make a cocktail. Note to self. I've moved <laughs> that up a number of times. Congratulations, Andrew. Uh, it's always nice to get a perfect score, and obviously it's unbeatable. The best anybody can do is hope for a tie. Didn't happen today for Erica. I'm sorry, Erica. You can call back tomorrow. We'll play again, okay? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Andrew, congrats. We know you're off. To, you're on your way to drop off your kid. Do you have to work after that, or what you got going on today? Yep, yep. Dropping the kids off and then heading off to work. All right. Well, thank you so much for making up. A lot of people are talking about the... Um, the Snyder Cut of this uh, new Justice League, old slash new Justice League. I saw the Justice League movie. I didn't think it was that bad. The original one. Oh, no, not oh, 17, 18, whenever it came out. Yeah, it was, it was around that right. time. I didn't get a chance to see it. I my, I had a bad taste in my mouth after Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that wasn't very good. But I love Wonder Woman and the character that Gal Gadot has done. Oh, she's so and, good. And uh, uh, I was... Uh, I don't want to say Iowa's own, but he has very strong connections to Iowa. Uh, Jason Momoa. I thought he was really good. And I, I still think that the actors that played all the characters, except maybe Ben Affleck, were pretty good. Oh, my gosh. But I, I really don't want to sit there a four and a half hour because that's what the Snyder Cut is. I don't have HBO Max or Prime or whatever it's called, but it doesn't entice me to get it. Even though I'm like comic book nerd number one, I'm just not that interested. Are you? 
I I kind of want to see it just so I can see what all the hype is about. But a four hour movie doesn't seem like entertainment. It seems like homework. <laughs> it seems like a chore. Right. It seems like a chore. Uh, Superman's mustache. Yes, that's right. Henry Cavill, I think is his name. He had a mustache when they did reshoots from the previous Justice League, the one that got released. Yeah, that isn't here this time. You could uh, people said you could tell that he had a mustache. I actually saw the Justice League movie in Florida with my dad on a vacation. That's where we saw it. And I couldn't tell. I didn't notice. But apparently it was really noticeable. So a lot of people are excited that the mustache is gone. Oh, uh, yay. No more mustache. <laughs> uh, but here's something I really would like to see. An R-rated version of Mrs. Doubtfire. Which, oh, my yes, gosh. Yes, it exists. Mrs. Doubtfire came out in 1993. It was PG-13. I was a kid when it came out. I remember loving it. It's, of course, Robin Williams as the chubby, soft-spoken, apparently British female housekeeper. He's trying to get back into his home because Sally Fields, his movie wife, has dumped him and gets full custody. Because he's kind of a, not really a deadbeat, but he's struggling with his career and isn't, according to the courts, fit to be a dad, right? Or not fit to be a full-time dad. So he does this character and it's it's got, it's, you know, innuendo, but it's a real, relatively safe movie. Well, the director of the film, his name is Chris Columbus, I think? Yeah. Chris Columbus came out and said, oh, well, you want to talk about, you know, movies with alternate cuts and actually he gave this interview before but it's resurfaced now uh i have an r-rated movie an r-rated version of mrs doubtfire where robin williams ad-libbed all sorts of lines that we didn't use in the finished product oh my gosh i would love that and you know he goes crazy he probably goes like off the walls crazy columbus said the problem is i don't recall most of it i only know what's in the movie at this point because it's been a long time but i do remember it was outrageously funny material so he's teasing us Will we ever see it? Probably not. But wouldn't that be fun? That would be so great. I would love to. Uh, I just love Robin Williams in anything. I think he can do no wrong. I know. I kind of miss him, too. I wish that uh, things had gone better for him. But somewhere out there floating around, probably a number of studio executives have at least seen it, is an R-rated version of Mrs. Doubtfire. Now, people that grew up with that movie are well over 17. Why not put it out so we can get this nostalgic reboot that would be great, but maybe they just don't want to mess with like the original uh, nostalgia of it. I, yeah. We'll put it on, you know, a streaming service where you get the option to see both versions. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. You could do director's commentary with Columbus or whoever wants to be on it. But anyway, just thought I'd put that on your radar. If you're like me, if you're a big fan of Mrs. Doubtfire, which, by the way, my favorite line in that movie is where Robin Williams throws an orange or something at James Bond's head, and he says <laughs> it was a it was a run by fruity. <laughs> I'd love to hear what he ad-libbed instead in an R-rated version. But oh, my gosh. I would love to see that so much. Hopefully that day comes. All right. Have you ever been a retail worker? And maybe you are now. Customer service in general. It doesn't have to be retail. Maybe you work at a restaurant. Then I think you could chime in. We want to hear the works in the morning on K92.3. I know it would make you really happy. $10,000? Our cash cow is coming back very soon. Why wait? If you don't have our K92.3 app already, you probably should get it because that's what you're going to need when the contest starts right away in April. I can't wait to jam on that sound. If you forget about when we do uh, Weird News Rodeo, which we do in an hour, and I hit the whip sound effect, I'm going to replace it with cow sound effects the entire time. Stop hitting me. That's the noise I make when someone hits me. Well, I'm sorry. I will stop hitting you in the udder. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, our cash cow is coming back. Uh, She's coming back very soon. As I just mentioned, April, which is about a week away. So I would get the K92.3 app. If you can't find it, uh, I've heard a couple people say I get a different. I can't find it. Just type in K-O-E-L. It's our station's full name. Our birth name, if you would, <laughs> our FCC name, uh, it will pop right up. So there you go. Uh, download the app and get ready because we'll be giving out codes very soon. All right, Carrie, you have, but prior to being in broadcasting, did you ever have a, a job where you had to work with the general public? And we still do, but a little bit differently. Did you ever have a job where you were a, what you'd call a frontline employee? And God bless them, they make the world go round. Uh, some people are, you know, terrifically excited to go to a job like that every day. Some aren't, but were you in that? group at all? I bust tables in college for uh, a summer. I did some food service. I was also a day camp counselor and you'd be si- surprised by how stressful and weird some of those oh, conversations I, are. That doesn't surprise me, I'm sure. Well, if you've ever worked in retail, whether for one, I should say frontline work, 
whether for one day, one year, or maybe you've been doing it as a career, you've probably heard some interesting complaints, either about your job or your performance. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even have to be from a customer. It could have been from a manager. It could have been from uh, like a secret shopper if you work at a retail store where they secret shop. I'd love to hear from you. We want to hear what you've heard. Do we have this posted, Carrie Matt? Yes, it's, it should be up there right now, or it's going up in the next few minutes. On our Facebook page, of course, we're referring to. Yes, K92.3 on Facebook. Weird complaints from work. I got comments about how I uh, slapped butter on bread at what? work. Yeah, I got weird comments like, oof, that's too much. That's not enough. And it was always my butter work. I don't know why. I thought it almost sounded like you said Mrs. Buttersworth right there. <laughs> I was like, here in Iowa, we love butter, so you got to be careful. If you don't put enough butter on, you may not work another day in food service. Yeah. Let us know. What is the weirdest complaint you ever got about your performance? Again, it doesn't even have to be from a customer. It could be from from a boss or even a coworker. Let us know. You can chime in on the K92.3 app, which if you don't already have, you're probably grabbing because it could get you a bunch of cash in a week or so. Tap that message button on the app to let us know. Or as Carrie mentioned, it's going up on our Facebook page because we want to get into this on Marks in the Morning. Back in just a few with news and weather. It is 820. We'll come back. We'll get into this again. And I'll, I'll tell you one of the actual radio ones that I got from a listener. When I worked here in Iowa, a previous stint, that's coming up. Got to get those March showers before we get to uh, summertime. It's Marks in the Morning. It is K92.3. Tell us about your work complaint. Tell us about your weirdest work complaints. Now, on Facebook, you tell us about it, and we'll try to guess the job. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, we got a couple messages in. We had uh, somebody say, I won't say where they worked because they gave the specific restaurant, but they said they worked at a restaurant and somebody asked for extra pickles on their sandwich. The uh, person says, this was a few years ago, but I specifically remember putting eight or nine on there, way more than anybody should ever need on their sandwich. Wouldn't you know, the customer came back from the drive-thru and came in and said, what? This is not enough pickles. I asked for extra. Weirdest complaint I ever got. She wasn't that mad, but I just thought it was weird. <laughs> nine pickles? That's not enough for you, eight, man? Eight or nine pickles on a small sandwich? Not a, Maybe not a small sandwich, but certainly not a sandwich that you would need that many pickles. I think at that point you just ask kindly to the if you're coming through the drive-thru, hey, can I just get maybe a couple extra pickles on the side? Yeah. Somebody's kid probably likes to eat them, right? I don't know. Or I love you pickles do. Too. Yeah, or the, the person does. <laughs> or I'd, you I'd, do. I'd like a burger with a, a side of beef and extra pickles. You know? <laughs> um, we got a Facebook comment on our page. Someone stopped me in the middle of an unexpected, ridiculously crazy night after Christmas to inform me we should have been open Christmas Day because oh. their family would have liked somewhere to go. Um, oh. No. And she managed she managed a small CV restaurant. Okay, so... I got you. Yeah, I she's not going to go into too much depth about that one. No, I got you. Oh, my gosh, that's awful. Working the holidays. Kudos to anyone who has to work the holidays. By it's the such way, a tough thing. As a side note, we have a list of the uh, Cedar Valley retailers that will be open on Easter and the ones that will be closed. Now, most restaurants are open because it's a family kind of eat-out type of holiday or more common. But uh, as far as businesses go, you can check out which ones will be open and which ones won't on Easter Sunday. Fairway won't be open, Carrie. They're not open any Sundays. You always pull this over on me, and I get so mad because I believe you for a millisecond. Yeah, well, no, they won't be, though. It's true. I didn't lie. Chick-fil-A won't be open either. Oh, I'm it has devastated. It has nothing to do with Easter. It's just a Sunday. <laughs> uh, yeah, keep them coming here. We, we did get another message. I, I just don't want to say the names of the businesses because I don't want to embarrass anybody. But we got another message on our K92.3 app that says, I had a customer come in. It was clothing. They sell clothing. Whether it's a clothing okay. store, they sell it. They went into... They went into the fitting room and came out with a different shirt on. I knew that it wasn't the same shirt and that they had stolen or were trying to steal one of ours. When I asked them, they said the size was wrong and handed me their shirt and then complained about my customer service to the manager while wearing the shirt they were stealing. <laughs> ah, that's so terrible. The cojones that this person had to not oh. only try and trick you in this way, but to also complain about it to the manager when you probably had the tag stuck in the back <laughs> of your shirt. Yeah. There's security care. Anyways. There's, secu there's things to back you up. Oh, my gosh. He or she who commented, we didn't get a name on that one, didn't say whether or not they caught the person, but my guess would be that they went right to the manager just to be like, if you hear anything, that's your mean employee. <laughs> I think I saw them sneaking an extra shirt that's probably twice their size into their bag. <laughs> 
All right, it's Rocks in the Morning. Keep them coming at uh, Facebook as well, facebook.com slash K923Waterloo. We'd love to hear from you. K923, that song's called Minimum Wage. I'm predicting another number one hit for Blake Shelton on that one. It might take a little while. He's got some competition with the Lukes trying to push to number one. We had Luke Bryan, a recent number one hit with Down to One, and Luke Combs' new song trying to push its way up. Parmalee and Blanco Brown just uh, had a number one hit. So uh, Blake's got some competition, but he's probably on his way, right? Got a history lesson coming up in just a moment here. I think it's an interesting one, very timely given the the week it is, uh, tornado or severe weather awareness week, whatever you want to call it. Uh, by the way, remember that the sirens will sound at 11 today. Don't be shocked. It's not the first Wednesday of the month. It's uh, the second to last Wednesday of the month, but it is because of the week that we are uh, trying to draw attention to. Yesterday... A big news story, and not a, a good news story at all. There was an attack at the Anamosa State Penitentiary, left two people dead. I'm sure you've heard about this by now. It happened uh, about 10.30 yesterday, 10.15 yesterday. There was an attack in an infirmary, and a nurse died as a result. And um, I believe another uh, individual died. I'm not sure what that person did, but uh, two people were killed yesterday. There's going to be a press release. I don't know if it'll be a press release or an actual. I think there will be actually be a uh, press conference today at three o'clock with additional information. Um, it was a correctional officer, correctional officer, officer and nurse both killed. Oh but no! But we'll have more information today at three o'clock from the Iowa Department of Public Safety and uh, authorities from the prison. But just a scary situation. That's it. That seems like a scary job working in a prison. You know, a jail is one thing. Like you know, we're right across the street from the Blackhawk County Jail. It you know. Every county needs one, but a prison where they actually send really hardened criminals doesn't seem mm-hmm. like a it seems like a scary place to work. Uh, so certainly we'll have an update on that one. Okay, history lesson on a lighter note. I don't know. JP likes it when I play this music for him, and he's not here, so I will do your history lesson on a lighter note. The earliest tornado ever reported in Iowa, and I say on a lighter note because nobody got hurt, but it was an anomaly here during Severe Weather Awareness Week. Do you want to take a guess? I, to- I gave you a clue. It wasn't January. We mm. know tornadoes can happen in Iowa in March, the month we're currently in. But do you mm. think that's the earliest month we ever had a tornado? Or do you want to take a risk and say it was February? It's the only month that would be left. I I think maybe it was February. I don't know. You're, you're throwing me for a loop, Johnny. Mm, it was February. <gasps> this is not ancient history. February 28th, 2017... The Iowa Department of Agriculture says, first of all, that that was the second warmest February in history, state history, with an average temperature of 34 degrees. That would have been nice. Mm-hmm. But on February 28th in Clinton County, there was a tornado, a very brief, not dangerous tornado, but still a tornado nonetheless. The well, only February tornadoes previously were before official records were kept, so they're sketchy. Okay, they're sketchy. I understand that. February 28th, 2017. There were supposedly February tornadoes in 1922 and 1977. But again, data was kept a little differently back then. But nevertheless, that would still indicate that February was indeed the first month of the year that we had tornadoes in Iowa. Never happened in January, at least not an official one on record. Those have been known to happen down south where it's warmer, but never in Iowa. Isn't that kind of crazy? That is crazy. J- JP is a huge fan of weather I know, and I scooped snow. Him. Yeah, you scooped him. Uh, is he a huge fan of tornadoes as well? Does I, he go storm hunting? I thought he was a trained spotter, but he might not be. Oh, maybe yeah, I was thinking of gymnastics or fit uh, like <laughs> free weights. Maybe he's a spotter on free weights. Oh, I think he he's a spotter for that, but I also think he has some sort of credential for yeah. weather. Yeah, I think he does. I thought he was a certified or a spotter or a. Responder, or I don't know. searcher, weather person. He's a weather guy. All right, we'll be back in a couple minutes on Marks in the Morning with Nashville News and music from Luke Combs. We were just talking about him. Hey, what's coming up in Nashville News, Carrie Mack? So one of my heroes is getting her own comic book. Nice. We're going to find out who that is. I know if it's a Nashville News story, it's got to have something to do with country. So we'll find out who that artist is. Just Stopping bad at your job. It's Marks in the Morning on K92.3. It's 9.06. When you are... Uh, Back in the office, if you're not already, meaning you're not working from home, you're going to find that there's a lot you've missed about your coworkers and a lot you haven't missed. 
here in Iowa, the number one complaint we have about the people that we work with has nothing to do, believe it or not, with stopping bad at your job. In other words, job performance. It actually has to do with something else, which I'll get to in a second. I would love to know what you think is the most obnoxious trait in a coworker, and we'll say an annoying behavior. It doesn't have to be a trait, like they, you know, leave stuff in the kitchen. I just mean like a behavior or pattern at work that drives you nuts. Do you have one, Carrie Mack? You're newer to the job force, and you're a Gen Zer. <gasps> Yes, I am. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to say to that. Yes, yes, I am. I'm sorry about that. It's okay. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, I didn't eat a Tide Pod, but <laughs> they look yummy sometimes. They actually kind of do. I think it has to do with hygiene or cleanliness. Okay, uh, that's a that's an interesting one. So if the employee has bad personal hygiene, that's the most... I mean, what are you trying to say? I'm just saying maybe you should put on a bit more deodorant sometimes. Yeah, I've heard that one before. <laughs> starting to sound like my wife. <laughs> I'm your work wife, apparently. You, you are, said it, yeah. not me. That's an interesting one. There's a um, a study put out. I was most annoying behavior by a coworker, or what we feel to be the most annoying behavior, isn't hygiene. It's actually when the person is negative or a pessimist. We don't like in Iowa, we don't like pessimism or negativity on the job site, which is an interesting one because it's really not a very common one among other states. Hmm, the that, most common one, what's that? No, that's just interesting. I'm just agreeing with you. The most common one is people that are too loud. Too loud. What are you saying, Johnny? What I'm saying is you're too loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, Missouri, that was their top pick. Illinois and Wisconsin, all of our neighbors... All, every which way. Also, South Dakota said coworkers that are too loud. That's their biggest pet peeve, the most annoying behavior in a coworker. Minnesota, they said people who are bad at their job. <laughs> Wait, what? That's, that's their most <laughs> biggest pet peeve. That's a little Midwestern. Uh, Passive aggressive. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, my biggest problem with my coworkers is oh, they can't do their <laughs> job right. They're not good at it. Yeah. They're not really good at it. Oh, my gosh. That's wild. But yeah, in Iowa, our number one complaint is negative or pessimism. That makes sense because everyone, I feel like one bad person, one bad person's energy can really fluctuate and affect yeah. the rest of the office. It all it kind of goes towards the culture in your job, the, the culture. And if you have a culture of winning or if, think about it as a sports analogy, if you're into sports, if you have a negative person on the team, they're going to be a hard teammate to pass it all to or, you know, whatever. Um, the only other state to pick negative slash pessimistic coworkers as the most annoying behavior was North Dakota. The only two states in the whole U.S. that picked that. Too loud was the most common answer. Other answers that popped up were employees that gossip too much, employees that are tardy, meaning late, or flat out lazy. Lazy behavior was another common one. Your home state of Pennsylvania went with too loud hmm. as well. That's why they got rid of me. <laughs> That's why they got rid of me. It's um, funny. Carrie interviewed for this job from Pennsylvania. She just got out, went outside and started shouting. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> need a phone, no Zoom or anything. No megaphone. No, no megaphone. Just I can't mega, even loud and <laughs> <laughs> um, Only two states had bad at their job. One was obviously Minnesota and the other one was Kentucky. So there you go. All right, coming up, Weird News Rodeo on Marks in the Morning. Oh, boy, is this one bizarre. And maybe you've heard this story already. This thing blew up on Twitter the other day. A guy, a fairly well-known guy, he's verified on Twitter, claims to have found something absolutely disgusting in his bag of cinnamon toast crunch. You want to talk about somebody who's bad at their job. Parts of a dead animal got in. I will tell you what it is. Now, of course, General Mills, the maker of cinnamon toast crunch, is saying, ah, no. But why would this guy lie? I'll tell you a little bit more about who he is, what he claims to have found. And, of course, there's photos. It's all coming up. Audio, a roundup of weird news stories where every day the highlight is brought to you courtesy of Howard Dean, who one time made a yeah, very famous sound here in our home state. And uh, we still use it to this day. Okay, here we go. This story has blown up, so there's a chance you've heard it. But if not, you're going to hear about it. So let me be the one to introduce it to you. There's a, um, I think he's a comedian. His name is Jensen Karp, like the fish. He lives in L.A., and he's not only a comedian, but he's a writer. He's married to Topanga from Boy Meets World. I think Danielle Fischel is her real name. Yes, Fischl? that's her name. Oh, my gosh. Full full world, full uh, full cycle. Yeah. By the way, she has aged supremely well. 
Yeah, she has. <laughs> Corey, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Anyways, the uh, this guy, Jensen Carp, claimed to have found in his box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch two shrimp tails. Ooh. Now, shrimp tails sound very appetizing if you've just completed a shrimp cocktail, but not so much when you've opened up a package of cereal. What oh. is the polar opposite of a bowl of cereal? Well, shrimp tails. Ew, 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 ew. I hate that so much. Imagine, like, it being crusted with cinnamon, though. That makes it ten times worse. I'm glad you brought that up because he tweeted at Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is uh, General Mills Company, and he said, Why are there two shrimp tails in my Cinnamon Toast Crunch with a photo? They responded. This is a direct quote from uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch's, uh, I guess, social media team. After further investigation, it appears to be an accumulation of the cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur when ingredients aren't thoroughly mixed. So in other words, they said, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. That's not on you. That's that's not on you. That's not on us, I mean. But guess what? It's definitely not sugar clumps. To be very clear, those are shrimp tails. Now, whether they were put there nefariously by somebody at a store or Jensen's lying or they actually got into the cereal, that's not yet known. But Jensen continued to dump out the bag and found more disturbing items. In addition to the shrimp tails, Jensen also found string, dental floss, and little black dots that appear to be droppings from a small animal. Oh, my gosh. Jensen theorizes that a rat got into his bag and the shrimp, string, and whatnot are part of the collection of the rat. I didn't know rats were hoarders, but there you go. Oh, my gosh. He has a full photo, including not just the shrimp tails, but the little black dots and what appears to be the string or dental floss or whatever. And you can see him on his app. Actually, give me a minute. I'll get it on the K92.3 app as well. This story's gone viral, so I'll get it up in just a couple moments, and you can check it out there. Bizarre, strange, and very disturbing. There's no doubt this is what he claims it is, but will this turn into another Wendy's thumb in the chili situation? Oh, my god! Do you remember gosh. that story? Yes, I do. Oh, now, my god! you gosh. remember that that woman went to prison because she planted the severed thumb, and Wendy's had nothing to do with it. Wait, what? How do you oh. get a severed thumb? Well, that's why she went to prison. I don't remember <laughs> the exact story, but I do remember it was BS. And oh I don't think gosh. Jensen's BSing here. Why? Why would he? I don't know. He's not even looking for anything monetary from the company. But it's a weird story. And um, enjoy that breakfast bowl of cereal this morning. Enjoy. I hope it's good. We'll be back in a couple minutes with news and weather on Marks in the Morning. And also, uh, Luke Combs. Luke Combs is coming up next. Beer never broke my heart. Amen to that. I'm Evan. We bear it. Had a baby before she could legally drink. And that's crazy. Seem a little crazy to you? It is really crazy, the fact that... I don't know why that, that just hits me. <laughs> that just hit you, that she yeah. couldn't drink, but she was about to start bringing a new life into this world. It's like she had her life all together before she was legally able to drink. I think that's what hits what hit me. Yeah. And uh, here I am, significantly older than her, and just thinking about when I can have my next drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's mostly a joke. It's mostly. <laughs> I love the, the mostly morning. a joke. Oh, I'm just kidding. I do have a question for you. Here we're about to wrap things up. we got 30 minutes of nonstop country, as we do every day after the show. What are your big plans? I like Wednesdays. Wednesdays get a bad rap. To me, Wednesdays when you really can feel how your week is going. Yeah. And I kind of like the idea of like, okay, after the show is done, that's when I do other work. And I always feel like Wednesdays, I, I schedule, and some of them are out of my hands, but a lot of meetings for Wednesday, and you know what my agenda looks like today. I'm looking forward to all that, but a lot of people don't like Wednesday, so I'm going to ask you, what is your plan for the rest of the day after you're done with work? Um, I don't know. I might have a, d- a drink. I oh, I think I should go to the grocery store and return those lotions. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. If you don't know what we're talking about, return, you mean pay for uh, let's, cor- let's correct your verbiage there. Johnny, y- the way you get into the minutiae of things leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> yeah, you know, like when you walk out of a store without paying for something. By accident. I think I'll return this. In other words, I think I'll go buy this. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about or Carrie's talking about, check out our podcast. We talked about it much earlier in the show, but definitely worth a listen and get your thoughts on this as well. Even when the show's over, you can always tap the message button on the K92.3 app to let us know what's going on. I uh, will remind you once again, you're going to need that app when the cash cow returns in early April. The only way to um, reap the moolah is with our app. I'll practice not turning the sound effect down right in the middle. Here we go. You're really milking it, aren't you? <laughs> Wait, hold off on the cow jokes till we start because we've got, if you use them all now, 
then we won't have anything when the contest begins. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I should step up my game. I should step up my game. Oh, utterly disappointed. Uh, <laughs> that's a dairy good one. Ah, okay. <laughs> I am a Hanson's man. Hanson, Hanson man? No, no, Hanson. I was trying to make tie in with Hanson's. So you're saying miserably. Jim Hanson's like the Muppets. No, no, no. Um, so that's cool. All right. You're going to go home and have a beverage. A beverageino. Are you still, uh, you still can't eat carry out during the week, right? Is that your, uh, Lent, which you gave up? Yeah, it is. Well, why are you looking like you've broken this already? I might've done oh, it. Oh, well, well, you did it for a week. Congratulations. No, I did it for several. It's just, I have been running low on groceries and I've been too tired to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So sue me. I'll do a Hail Mary over my chicken tenders that I order. <laughs> okay. It's not me you need to worry about. It's it's the man upstairs. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Jim, who's up on the third floor. <laughs> worry about him. If Jim, Hi, Jim. If Jim catches wind of this, you're toast. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you have some fun plans for today or this evening or whatever. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Again, tap that message button. Keep us informed. Maybe you're going to go see the Eli Young Band tonight. EYB performing in Cedar Rapids. That should be a good show. Line Energy uh, Powerhouse, formerly the U.S. Cellular Center. Right off the highway. We've got to go down there sometime. They've got some good... What is, what's the brewery? They've got some good beer down in Cedar Rapids. Okay. We'll go. We'll, maybe Jalen, JP's daughter, could be our DD. And the three of us will go. JP's I you are going to say she can have a drink. No, no, DD. She's not going to have a drink. We'll give her a juice box. I mean, she can still sit with us. You can yeah. sit in the tap room with your drunken father. That'd be something she'll want to watch. Exactly. She'll definitely want to see his random work friends having too much to drink. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't love to see that? <laughs> we don't. We wouldn't have too much to drink. I uh, would. Iowa Brewing Company, that's the brewery down there. We got great breweries in Iowa. We really do. I noticed that. That's the one thing I, the first thing I noticed actually when I moved here, that there were so much great brewing opportunities and also, wow, there's a lot of corn. <laughs> you notice that when you wait till you see it in the summertime when it's actually growing. A lot of corn fields in the winter, but a lot in the summer. All right, we'll be back with our last Nashville News Minute of the Morning and Brett Eldridge coming up next. Do you want to give us a sneak peek of what our Nashville News is, Carrie Mack? Yeah, Kelsey Ballerini is taking a, a new job opportunity for a brief period of time. She's going to be a temp. A temp, She's exactly. At a very, very successful temp agency. We'll find out where that is next.